Talk, talk to me. WSRadio.com Welcome to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Hello and welcome. I am Mark Cohen. She is Marsha Collier and we are Computer and Technology Radio. Got all kinds of crazy stories. More about Twitter and the craziness that's going on at Twitter right now. It's just a lot of weird stuff happening there. Uh, We're going to tell you, is your online bank safe? This is very important information and should you worry about that? And talk a little bit about holiday gifts. We're, We're coming up to that pretty soon. Uh, how are you, Marsha? Oh, I'm doing great. Uh, really, the Twitter thing has just been driving me crazy. I bet. Um, I log on to Twitter in the morning, and I see what's going on, and I, I know what's going on. And what upsets me even more is when I hear the media, who has read stories that were written 18 hours ago. Right. Uh, I, nobody out there realizes that. Uh, we're going to talk about some new tech later on. And... People write about stuff. People in the media talk about stuff. But what they don't do is be sure they have the latest. Right. I mean, there's a lot, look, there's a lot of stuff going on with that. I'm going to charge eight bucks a month to be verified, which I always, which to me diminishes the value of you being verified if you could just verify by paying for it. I mean, it, that didn't make any sense to me. Exactly. But yeah. he, I agree. Eight dollars a month. Maybe not to be verified. I have to tell you, as a member of Twitter Blue, Mm -hmm. let me just, because I've been a member since forever, going to my Twitter Blue account, I can tell you, I get um, an up-to-the-minute list of top articles that people are tweeting. I can set that for the last hour, last two hours, last four hours, last nine hours. Yeah, so I mean, it's current. Um, Let me see what else I can do. Uh, I can edit tweets. Hello. I mean, isn't that what everybody was clamoring for? Yeah, sure. On any platform, actually. Right. That's part of the options. So I have 30 minutes to edit a tweet. Um, I have a delay on my tweets. So I can type send. Right. Just in case you did something on there you didn't mean to. Right. And I have stopped them. And then right. added to them and realizing, you know, a lot of the stuff that you you type in sometimes isn't exactly. So I have an undo tweet. Uh, technically, I can upload 1080p video. Haven't done that yet. Right. What I like also is bookmark folders. Did you know you could bookmark tweets on Twitter? No, I did not. Um, we'll talk about that in a second. But so... Then there's also Reader, which is if somebody has done a long thread, you know, maybe six to eight to ten tweets in a row, uh, I have a thing I can click on and see it all on one page, which ain't bad at all. I mean, that that's really, really beneficial. I mean, see, so, for you, you are the optimum Twitter user. You tweet all the time. You you know, use it as, as a tool for working, for business, for whatever. But the average person, and I don't know if I'm the average person, who doesn't tweet a lot, I go, okay, I don't care. You know, I, I mean, those things to me aren't significant because I don't use it that often. So the question is, of those people on Twitter, how many of them really use the things the way you use them as a power Twitter user? Well, interestingly enough, you know, like when I spoke about... Um, 
um, um, bookmarking tweets. Right. To me, that's important. If I'm researching something, now it doesn't have to be about Twitter. It can be no, about, right. what is it, FTX? Or it, could, it could be about any hot topic at the moment. Um, I can click the little upload widget at the bottom of a tweet, mm-hmm. and I have an option to bookmark that tweet or bookmark to a folder. So when I'm researching something, be it politics, be it finance, whatever, I can bookmark it and put it in a folder. So if I want all the information I have on FTX, I can go there. Right. You know, and if I don't have time to read the stories attached to tweets, because a lot of times I don't, but the stories look interesting, I bookmark them. Uh, It's important to go through all that. But anyway, so that $8 a month as a... uh, as a benefit of Twitter Blue, oh, it may, it's not expensive to do that if you're a, like you, if you're a user that does it. Uh, the average person, I don't know, are they going to spend a hundred bucks a year for those things? Probably not, because mostly they go on Twitter and and like I do, I read the stream, I tweet occasionally, but I, you know, I don't use the other tools, and I don't know how many people on Twitter are users like you versus just the average person. And I don't know statistically. Do you even know that? <laughs> Who knows. But yeah. I do know more people are on Twitter right now than almost ever, which is kind of amazing. Yeah, um, I mean, I hope they work it out. But the it, verification thing, and we'll talk a little bit about that, um, I think verification is important for every human being. Maybe yep. it's not the same color. If you go to my homepage at Marsha Collier on Twitter mm-hmm. and you click the little verification icon, it'll say that I'm a legitimate uh that I have been verified for legitimate reasons. Yeah, I see you're now a white check as opposed will, to the blue check. Which is which so is, weird because it keeps changing yeah, by the minute. On my computer, hold on, I've got a blue check. Well, that's interesting because I'm looking at it on, your, uh, on my iPad and you have a white check. Right? Yeah. The yeah, point is, and we're going to talk about this, is they're changing everything all the time. But if you click on the verification thing on right. my page, yep. it says this account is verified because it's notable in government, news, entertainment, right. or another And that's what mine says as well. Right. Right. So if they had a verification, and I personally believe it's important, so you don't have all these impersonators, mm-hmm. is... When I was verified by Google, because there's a knowledge panel and Google has a bunch of stuff on me, they wanted to verify me, I had to take a picture of myself holding my driver's license. Oh, I remember you told me that, yeah. Um, that's that's a pretty much good verification. I mean, it's a photo and a photo and ID and ID. So I think a credit card is not enough to verify a person's name. Right. A credit card is good to verify that you're a human being, yes, but uh, perhaps they have to relook into what they're doing. So what did you see about Twitter this week? Well, I mean, the, th- the things that, that kind of bothered me, and this is why they obviously shut it down, I think it was whatever, um, I don't remember if it was Pfizer, whatever the, the um, company was that made insulin. Lily, Eli Lilly. Uh, Lily, right. And somebody tweeted out, uh, pretending to be Eli yep. Lilly, tweeted out, hey, all insulin is free now. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, that's just stupid. You know, it's for people that are on insulin and they saw that and, oh, my God, you know, I can survive and I don't have to pay the bills. And 
that kind of is disgusting. And I'm glad to see that they actually shut it down because there were so many, you know, how many fake Elon Musk sites popped up? Right. You know, and... and Oh, wait a minute. Not to mention, there's a guy who's been on Twitter for 14 years because I've seen his account before, at Jesus. (laughs) (laughs) He got verified. (laughs) So he is Jesus? Well, he's no longer verified. They did wipe out all of the spurious... Uh, verifications. Uh, they realized this was a big mistake, but it was kind of funny for a while. <laughs> funny. Uh, you know, Have Jesus you Christ verified on Twitter. There he is, God's son. He's there for you, right which here. Which tells on you how screwed up the verification. Right, uh, which is back to what I said. Yeah, you need more information. Right, exactly. they need to be able to cross-reference. There are databases that they could use. There's all kinds of things they could use, but. I know that they must be thinking about this right now because, come on, I mean, it's it's ludicrous. It's gotten, I mean, maybe, you know, the uh, the Jesus site, maybe he could have been holding the Ten Commandments tablets instead of your driver's that license. That was Moses. That was Moses. Well, I know it was Moses, but I figure they knew each other. They could probably, you and know, I don't hey, know Moses. if they knew each other. I think it was a different era. <laughs> oh, was it? Okay, I could yeah. be wrong about that. <laughs> But, I mean, he was Jesus, so I suppose if he wanted well, to hold it. Well, if you check team. out his account, it's interesting. I've read read. So is he still, he's still on Twitter, but just he's not He's been verified. on Twitter for 14 years, and he gets a lot of DMs and stuff, people with religious issues and the whole so thing. So funny. I, what can I say? But the deal is anybody who pays for a check mark right. risks permanent suspension if their account isn't clearly labeled parody in the right. lane. Which makes sense. And and, and in that case, it does make sense if they list it as a parody. And, you know, parody is fine. Um, That's great. But, I mean, truly, truly, and I'm going to use the word because this is the official word for it. Elon's up there shitposting on Twitter. Okay. And the The actual Elon. Yeah, the actual Elon. The man is busy. If you look at his Twitter stream today... There was a SpaceX launch. I mean, Tesla dropped new update today at 11 a.m. I mean, the man is into so many different things. The fact that he's spending so much time on Twitter, obviously it's a financial thing, but it shows me that he wants to make this work. Oh, I'm sure he does. He didn't spend $45 billion to have it fail. So it'll be very interesting to see going forward what happens. Well, one uh, thing I, I do want to add, and you know a lot of advertisers dropped out. Right. And there's a lot of people on this planet. There are a lot of different political feelings on this planet. There's a lot of political feelings about Elon. But Elon isn't Twitter. Twitter is a living, breathing platform. Right. And the uh, lady from NBC Universal, Linda Yaccarino... Uh, she was interviewed and she said, there's no surrogate for Twitter. Yeah, and no, she it's is a great not, platform. I mean, yeah, she's no not question. ready to bet against Elon. And I'm no. not either. He's going to keep throwing spaghetti against the wall until something sticks and something works. But at yeah. least he's active and actively doing something, yeah. which is, I mean, no offense to the previous owners, but to get a new feature in the old days was, hey. Yeah. Oh, it's coming. It's yeah. coming. Yeah, At I'll least tell you, he's I'm, trying I'm to the things. point where I'm just talked about. I'm I'm over talked about Twitter. I mean, every week it's something different. Just let's get our act together and move on with life. 
Well, you uh, know, it's hard to move elephants. It really is. Yeah, and it's a yeah. big platform and a lot of technology. So yeah. I wish Elon luck. Oh, and by the way, a lot of people say, you know, he came from a lot of money and he took all his money and he had a, an emerald mine and the whole thing. No. A uh, quote from, oh, not an exact quote, from May Musk, that's his mother, wrote a book a while ago. And the deal is, May Musk was in an abusive relationship with Elon's father. Mm-hmm. She ran away with her children to Canada from South Africa for their education. She was a single mother and earned money to support her two boys. So let's just wipe out a lot of that fantasy that somebody in his family gave him a billion dollars to do everything. Yeah. He All made right, his let's money move on, on to paper. something else because I'm okay. tired of about. Yeah, I'm well, sorry, you'll but, hear about it next week for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I mean, just enough is enough with the Twitter thing. Uh, okay, you found an alternative to uh, air tags that uh, costs a lot less. Well, this is interesting. Air tags are great. I think, even though I'm traveling next week and I'm not traveling with an air tag, uh, <laughs> um. This is an alternative. And the thing is, they advertise that it works with Android. Now, you know, and our audience should know, we don't normally talk about technology on the show that we haven't tried ourselves. Yes. So what I did, because I wanted to talk about this, is I scoured the Internet and looked for reviews. I saw pages and pages and pages of articles on It's from a company called Eufy, E-U-F-Y. Yeah, I'm not familiar with that. And they were supposedly reviews, but all it was was rewritten press releases, and you know that they got a free one. Am I right? This is called the Eufy Security Smart Track Link. Mm -hmm. Mark, we've been in that position many times as well, correct? Oh, yeah. I mean, they send you something, they want you to write something, they want you to talk about it. Right. And, but they want it right now. They don't want to give you time to really work with it. Right. So I, I think this is a great thing. What it is is, hey, it's an AirTag alternative, first of all. Mm-hmm. But it does kind of work with Android. According, It works with Android according to Eufy. That's E-U-F-Y. Mm-hmm. And it's only $19. And uh, additional features that you don't get on the Apple device is it offers a QR print that includes your contact information, a hole for your key rings, and sharing support. It builds upon the AirTag, and they say it perfects it. And I read this in all the articles, except for the fact nobody actually used it. Right. So I went to Amazon, and there was one review for the Eufy Security Smart Track link. Now, I can't speak for anybody else, but this one guy really couldn't get it to work. <laughs> well, I'm sure it works, but this is what I'm saying, folks. Before you buy something, look for real reviews, not just tech media who's writing things to fill space and get, get views, Right. Well, yeah, and that's become, as, as we all know, it's becoming, you know, the, re- the phony reviews are becoming a huge problem. And Amazon's been probably the worst offender 
Um, and I don't know if it's Amazon's fault or just the people. You know, I get things all the time from companies that say, if you give us a five-star review, we'll give you this item for free. And, I, you know, I thought, okay, I mean, if I like the item and I tried it and it was good, I might consider doing that to get paid back, but I wouldn't do a phony review right? simply to get it paid for for free, I think. But you know, a lot of people will. And oh, that's, yeah, oh, absolutely. And that's what's going to clog up your searches when you try and find the correct information, which is you ha- why you have to decide on a source for your information. We try to be an honest source for you. We really yeah, do. Yeah, Absolutely. We don't get paid for the, from these things. No, we don't. You know, we just you have to. Be and when really we get it careful. for free, we tell you. Yeah, yeah, like the Ferrari they sent me to test. Yeah, sure. Wait, yeah, <laughs> the red one. It's really pretty, by the way. Hey, uh, uh, I may be getting a set of high tech men's jeans for oh. Kurt, for Kurt to try. So we may have a review on that. <laughs> and what is that? I'd be afraid now, to plug something into it. I'm not going to talk about it, it until I, I even see it, if I even get it. But it was I got a request, new high-tech jeans. So okay. Cool. Yeah, send those. <laughs> I, I mean, actually, a, a year or so ago I got and they actually did work. Uh, a company sent me a, I guess you would call it a high-tech pair of socks that when you wear them, when it's when it's warm out, it keeps you cool, and when it's cool out, it keeps you warm. I don't know. I don't know how they work, but the reality is, it actually did work. So you know, sometimes. And those what things, is it? So you can tell people. Well, you know, I can't remember now because it's been so Great. long. But it was. It was. A, I'd have to look it up now. But they were a pair of socks, and they were issued by a tech company, and they did actually work. I suppose if you Googled socks that keep you warm and cold at the same time, you'd probably find whatever they were. Maybe I'll try to find it while we're doing well, other Well, supposedly stories. these high-tech jeans don't cram men's parts. Ah, I see. Well, that's an important <laughs> thing to have. Got to say, I'm all for that. So we'll let you know if they even arrive and whatever. Yeah, exactly. Now, you uh, had right, a, so, an interesting story. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's a, there's been fishing, and not the kind that you do in the ocean, but fishing. Pa-fishing. You know, which, uh, not what? Pa-fishing. Pa-fishing, yeah, pa-fishing. Well, it's got uh, a P. It's fishing with a P. Fishing with a P. Uh, you know, you get you typically get an email telling you that uh, your bank account is going to be charged or overcharged or, you know, somewhere between $300 and $500 for different services. Should you want to cancel the payment or request a refund, uh, call the phone number provided in the email. Now, the interesting thing is I had something, not exactly this happened to me yesterday. I got a text saying, uh, please confirm your PayPal account for the $500 that you spent on, oh, I can't quite remember what it was supposed to be for, but it was it was for something that I had purchased. And I knew, of course, it was a scam because I didn't look at it, but I did go to my PayPal account and sure enough, the charge is on there. They hadn't put it through yet, but it was pending on my PayPal account. So I had to call PayPal and say, hey, this isn't me. This is some kind of scam. Get rid of it. And they did. But, but that's the first time, that's a new one. To, you went direct to PayPal. Directly to PayPal. Uh, well, the first thing I did is I looked at my own app, my PayPal app, and I saw this charge that had not gone through yet on my actual PayPal account. And I thought, whoa, this is this is different. I haven't seen it actually show up on my actual account yet. So I let them know. I forwarded it to their phishing department, you know, their fraud department, and they immediately, you know, deleted the charge. But that's the first time I've seen that. And that came to me as a text. So, of course, I deleted the text. I got the information to PayPal. And uh, like I say, so anyway, um, 
if you call these numbers, these fraudulent numbers, the representative would use a remote access software to get in, and then they go in, and the FBI says they're now creating small scripts built to look like a user interface of a refund portal. Uh, they didn't say which companies are being impersonated, but they did a little dicking and found that uh, Chase, J.P. Morgan, and commercial banking subsidiaries apparently are being impersonated. Uh, and that's a problem because if you go to these sites and you click on whatever you're clicking on, they can get your financial information. They can withdraw funds from your accounts. You need to be really, really careful. So this is a new fake refund payment portal that you've got to be very, very careful about when you go to. And uh, don't ever, as we've told you a million times on this show, never go to a link of any kind that you get that you don't recognize. And I don't care even if it says on the link, you know, this is City Card. Don't go through the link. Go through your app. Go through the online account. That's the only way you can protect yourself. Uh, So there's a lot of that going on right now. It's very disturbing. Well, I have to tell you the depth that they're going to. I called customer service for a specific company. I'm not going to mention the name. I got offshore customer service people. Right, which you often get. Right, and and that's fine. Her name was Betty, and she had a really heavy Filipino accent. Mm-hmm. Um, and she was pretty useless because she couldn't access company records. She had no idea of what was going on, blah, blah, blah. And I got frustrated. I said, well, thank you. Bye. <coughs> Next thing, I get a text on my phone um, saying something was wrong with my such-and-such account. The tap here to fix it. And it was that same company. So I don't know if it had anything to do with the fact that I hung up on the lady from the offshore customer service and they have a side gig fishing. Mm-hmm. But it was very bizarre that it happened within a couple minutes, right? Yeah, that's really and it strange. Even named the brand, so you have to be super, super careful because because just delete everything. Like do like Mark did. Just go right to the website. You'll find out if there's a problem. Yeah, absolutely. Um, all right. So you you found something about uh, the best way to charge your iPhone? Well, you know, I'll, I think the headline's a little clickbaity. Yeah. Because it's not just iPhones, right? It's any phone. <laughs> it's any phone. Right. But, you know, some of these headlines, again, clickbaity. Uh, so a few quick tips, because, you know, we're not going to talk about this for hours. Um, you know that your battery is the heart of your phone. I mean, yes, there's a CPU, but the battery is what runs everything. Mm-hmm. So you have to charge it. You have to power it up. And if you do bad hygiene in your charging, it can add up and result in a phone that lags, doesn't load pages quickly, and takes forever to download apps. And you're going to have to update your phone sooner than you expected because the phone just isn't performing the way you'd like it to. Right. So a couple of tips. This will help you avoid it. Don't use counterfeit charging accessories. You know, don't go over to Amazon and get some strange company that you can't pronounce the name that you've never heard of. Am I right, Mark? I mean, Oh, absolutely. And there's millions of those on there. They need to be Apple certified. 
because you really don't know because you want to use an MFI certified charger with iPhones. And I don't know what the difference is. Uh, I believe that's for lightning cables. But the same thing with Android phones. You need to use quality charging cables. Yeah, use brand, uh, brand name companies that you recognize, Belkin or right. the, you know, the and, different And it doesn't have to be Apple because right. they, no, they are very expensive. And this is interesting. Do you know you're not supposed to use your phone while it's charging? You know, I read that in the article and I thought, that is interesting. I do that all the time. Don't when do my it. phone battery but starts running down, phone I plug it in. Yeah, yeah. I, I continue to use the phone. So I haven't heard that before. Well, it seems that if you do that, it can overheat the device and deteriorate the battery health, which is very interesting. Um, they checked with a bunch of people. An immediate and trouble-free charge will thereafter be guaranteed if you have a lower temperature. Just leave the phone alone. So two of your phone's batteries, enemies are cheap counterfeit charging accessories that run it into the ground and excessive heat. Yeah, you avoid exactly. that, you're going to make your phone last longer. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so most of us now use online banking. We pay our bills online. We, uh, you know, we use it to uh, move money back and forth between things. And a lot of people are concerned, obviously, that is this actually a safe way to do it? And the answer is generally yes. It's an extremely safe way to do it. Uh, they're encrypted in most cases, highly encrypted in most financial banking institutions. Uh, online banks are generally federally insured, so you want to make sure that your online bank is actually federally insured. Yeah, I want to add to that. Every time I see any online banking or any online financial anything, you scroll to the bottom, you click around, you be sure you see that FDIC logo. Yeah, very important. And very that's very the Federal that Deposit Insurance Corporation, which guarantees any deposit you make in that account will be guaranteed for up to $250,000 by the federal government. Correct. Exactly. Um, and then, you know, they use the online banking institutions use data encryption technology, which we were talking about. Uh, so for sending encrypted emails, automatic login, logout, two-factor authentication, which, by the way, I use, and I recommend you use it too. And even though it's a little bit more work, you know, you have to verify twice. If you're using your online banking and it's involving your money, take the extra step and make sure that you do authenticate your accounts uh, at, at least twice. And then also, when you're banking online, uh, make sure that the network you're using, you know, which may be your home network, which is probably secure, uh, is a secure network. Don't, you know, I used to, when I'd like go to the Laker games, for example, you know, they have free Wi-Fi. At the Lakers. Oh, games. Mark, yeah. Mark, Mark. <laughs> well, remember, this is 10 years ago that this okay. happened. And I wasn't paying that much attention. And I never had any issues with it, frankly. Everything was secure and it was never a problem. But I got to the point where, nah, I'm not going to do that anymore. You know, because I became more paranoid about things. So I wouldn't sign on to a public Wi Fi. Um, even if you're only doing it for purposes of checking sports scores, because once you're online, you could be hacked into because if you're on that network. So you want to be very careful about that. Um, also, you want to create as much of a pain in the butt as it is, create a strong, unique password. 
I know I'm sure Android does the same thing. They uh, Apple uh, will give you a password. I mean, God forbid, God forbid that whole password system crashes down. I will never know my password. Oh, well, I agree. And, and I don't <laughs> generally use that unless it's a site that I don't care about. Because uh, I do have a password program that, that I keep track of my passwords. Yeah, so use I mean, a unique password. Weird. <laughs> um, you can sign up for banking alerts. This can be very good. That if you're, let's say it's City Card, they will send you a fraud alert. Hey, a charge just went through for three, if it seems suspicious to them. Uh, you know, $375 at Best Buy. Is this you? And you click on, you know, again, you have to make sure that it's a Citibank thing. And you may call them, uh, again, you might even avoid clicking on the actual link. I don't, just so you know, that has happened to me with Citibank more than once. Uh, rotating credit cards for a while, it was really terrible. Um, right. I just called the phone number on the back of your card. Correct. That is the number you're supposed to call. Yep. Or the phone number, go to the website and go to that phone number. You'll get help there. Never click anything. Never go to anything no. from that link. Exactly. Um, and believe me, and Citibank, I have to pat them on the back. They do a heck of a job. Yeah, they, they do a pretty good secure. job. I will say that. I have Citicard also, and, and they do a good job. Um, also, you know, this seems silly, but keep your personal information to yourself. Don't share it with friends. Don't share it with, you know, I mean, obviously, if it's your family, you, you may want to share your personal information with your family. But just don't talk about it and don't write it down and don't put your security code on a yellow sticky pad and put it on your computer you know, for anybody to see, because uh, that could be extremely da- dangerous. Um, and they're good. There's a good way of using the online banks. Uh, I recommend it. You just got to be careful and do what you want to do. Uh-oh, um, you said you recommended it. So I personally use Capital One. Okay. And I have a savings account there and a checking account where I keep most of my savings in the mm-hmm. savings account, dur. But right. if I need the money, I can move it to the checking account or right. I can transfer it out of the savings account. And right now I'm getting 3%. Yeah, the rates have gone up substantially. Which is pretty huge. Yeah. Yeah. And I know it's not a lot of money, but when you see that little deposit every month, you go, yay, free money. Exactly. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So it is safe. It is secure. Just make sure you're doing it with a highly respectable banking institution and follow all the tips we gave you and and you should be safe doing those kinds of things. Um, How do you delete your info from Facebook? I don't know. (laughs) Well, then we'll move on to the next story. (laughs) No, but I will tell you because I, did you think you could even do that? You know, yes, I thought I could, and I think there are ways in now, and I, I feel like I even looked into it at one point. I wasn't deleting my account, but I thought I knew it, but tell, uh, give us the latest. Okay, so this is the deal. Um, do you want to delete your email and phone number for Facebook? First off, when you signed up for Facebook, I really hope you didn't let Meta or Facebook get hold of your contact list. Right, But this is how Facebook got hold of details, even if the user had never had a Facebook account. Right, They scraped everybody's contact list. I never share my contact numbers with anybody. Neither do I. It's just, no. So if you want to do remove your email address, it's really obscure. So just listen to these steps and... I tweeted about it today, Saturday. 
1112 on Twitter, hashtag Tech Radio. So if you need the steps, go to the Contact Info Removal Tool page. Well, that sounds like a lot, but where is it? It's under facebook.com slash contacts slash removal. You can then choose three options from your mobile number, landline number, or email address. You can only pick one. So remove all the above info from Meta. You must repeat this the process three times. In other words, you have to keep going back there and doing them one at a time. So to delete mobile number, enter your mobile number. The tool also asks it where it wants you to look for your data. Facebook and Messenger, Instagram and both. You can check off both. Then if you picked a mobile number, you'll receive an SMS from Facebook containing your confirmation code. If you picked a landline number, you'll receive an automated voice call to that number that will give you a confirmation code. And if you picked an email address, the tool will email you a confirmation code. Duh. (laughs) Click Next, and you enter the confirmation code. Click Confirm. And that way, whatever you've deleted will be taken out. Now, once you have confirmed, the tool takes you to a page saying it has deleted and blocked your mobile. So realize that you're going to block your mobile phone if you remove that number. But you can do it um, several times. You can search for the number. This really works. But maybe Facebook doesn't need all three pieces of information. Do they really need your landline number? Do they really need email address? How much do they really need? Up to you. Go to facebook.com slash contacts slash removal. And you you, you can't find it easily on Facebook at all. All right. Uh, All right. So so we're, we're getting close to the holidays. Uh, time to start thinking about what kind of gift giving you're going to do. Uh, we've got some really expensive things and some not so expensive things. Um, like, well, for let's example, just give a few of our yeah. favorites. Um, well, the, the, I'll give you a really expensive one, and because Marsha will appreciate this, because we've been talking about Leica cameras for years. If you've got an extra, call it seventy-seven hundred dollars. You can get the Leica, which has always been considered the absolute ultimate line of, you know, when they used to make single uh, reflex cameras, uh, single lens reflex cameras. Uh, But they have their uh, 60 megapixel digital sensor, comes with manual focus, which you can't generally do on a digital. Uh, So you get both of those. It records video and does all the things. And it's, you know, this is more along the lines, if you're, really are trying to become a professional photographer. You don't need to do this and spend $7,700 on a camera. But it's pretty cool because Leica is a really good name. Um, what did you find on the cheap side? By the way, on Leica, I still keep my Huawei uh, phones because oh, yeah. they have it Leica, Leica cameras in it, didn't it? They have Leica cameras on them, and they're fabulous. Yeah. And I took a lot of apps off of it, but I still use it for IoT, and I use it to take pictures. So, yeah, that's you know, pretty that's, good. Okay, a couple of quick things. Uh, I can't pronounce it, but it's C-H-I-P-O-F-Y. Yeah, Chipofi or something. USB-C LED cable. Yeah, this looks cool. really cool. 
It's a 6.6-foot USB-C cable with a built-in wattage meter. It has like a little LED that's telling you the transfer rate and the watts. Genius, $19.99. You can find it at Amazon. The ultimate geeky item for somebody. C-H-I-P-O-F-Y. Second thing. This has been out for a while. It's ex- it's a little expensive, and I scoffed at it for years. But I've seen one. It's great. The Ember Mug, 10 ounce. It's a coffee mug that has a little uh, plate under that you set it on, mm-hmm. and it keeps the temperature of your drink the same for up to 80 minutes. Yeah, that's pretty cool. As long as it's on the charging coaster. I've seen it. It works. It's cool. It is one twenty nine ninety five, but maybe there'll be a deal on Black Friday. They have it at Amazon and Best Buy. Yeah, that's cool. One thing I found, you know, one of the things that I got in life that I found incredibly useful is an electro- is an electric screwdriver. I've got a couple of those in the house. They work extremely well, and they're easy to use. And this one I haven't seen before. It's called a Wow Stick Electric Screwdriver Set. Uh, it actually comes with 56 magnetic That's a lot of bits. money for a screwdriver. <laughs> well, it, I mean, it is. You know, the electronic screwdrivers are more expensive. But I will tell you, especially in this case, it comes with small, you know, smaller to larger bits. And it's 70 bucks, but it's pretty good idea to use one, and they work really well. And, you Have know, you yes, used you it? Can, uh, this one, I, no, I haven't even bought it yet. Uh, but this one looks kind of interesting to me because it does have a lot of bits, and, you know, you it, it stores inside the case, so... Uh, electric screwdrivers are a really good idea, I have to say. I, one of the things, and I'm not that homey, and, you know, I don't fix a lot of stuff, but when I need something and you are able to just turn it and give you the extra torque of the electric, it's it's worth looking at. So that's the wow stick. That's on uh, Amazon. You can pick that up. Uh, and another, else you want? another thing, which I scoffed at <laughs> for years, yeah. but I was sent one for free, or we got it at CES or something, and I gave it to my daughter for a holiday. And I thought, you know, this was, you know how when your your kid gives you, uh, we call it gift face? Yeah. You know, they kind of look at you, what is this? Um, the Fujifilm Instax Mini Evo camera that prints the pictures. Now, the pictures are not super high quality. It's kind of a goofy idea. Costs $199, but you know what? People love these things. Makes a great gift. Mm-hmm. My daughter has a party. She wanted to buy them and have them all. She at her wedding. She wanted to have them all over the nice. place. But they're expensive. But if you're looking for a gift for somebody who's very social, that's a great gift. Now, one quick deal for you: the Anchor A N K E R three one three power bank. This is a hell of a buy. And I think should be in everybody's Christmas stocking. It's a 10,000 milliampere power bank. Now, it's about the size of a smartphone, so it's not giant and it's not like a fishing weight. Um, It has enough juice to charge most phones and tablets at least once. And it's only $17.59 at Amazon. That's a deal. Yeah, that is a deal. And, you know, it's funny. I actually had to pick up something. I needed a little bit of like an ear medication, and I couldn't find it anywhere. I couldn't find it at pharmacies, whatever. And just for fun, I found it at Walmart. And Walmart has a free pickup, and they were the only ones that had it. Uh, they sent me an email saying, you can pick it up tomorrow after 11. They sent me an email saying it's ready. 
we went over and picked it up. They brought it out in like two minutes. So I'm kind of impressed in, uh, with Walmart. And this wow stick uh, screwdriver I just told you about is $72 on uh, Amazon. It's fifty four seventy nine on Amazon. Well, um, I do have to tell you, I just had a horrendous customer service experience with uh, Walmart. Really? Long story short, I bought a Lego set on pre-order on July 22nd. Oh, I remember you told us about that. Yeah, yeah I finally got it this week. After complaining and everything on Twitter loudly. So yeah, that's good. I was not real happy. So they won't be on my list of people I'm shopping with. But there are a lot of alternatives. And I might suggest to you try Target too, Mark, because Target has a yeah, lot of the stuff. Yeah, from time to time I've actually done that. And I've, you can do the drive up with Target. Same same deal. Yeah, exactly. Same deal. Um Okay, so on the streaming side, one, are you watching anything? No, no, I back to regular TV. Oh, yeah, weird thing. You know that young Sheldon TV series? Yeah, sure. It was cute, kind of goofy. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. Well, all of a sudden, and we stopped watching it, but it kept recording. So we went back to it because we wanted some short shows. Whoa, the whole series took a different turn. It is gone weird. You oh, realize it? <laughs> they're ha- the fathers may be having an affair. The, don't, they, don't, no spoilers. I mean, it's gone nutso. Oh, it's a little different. Than, you're right. It's a little different than the original series. A little bit heavier. Uh, Georgie has a problem. Uh, may have to get married. We're yep. not going into details. You have to see this. this. All of a sudden, it's turned to a great show. We watched four in a row last night. Oh, it's fun. Oh, I like it. I, yeah, I enjoy it. They, they, they do a good job on that show. Um, there's some new movies uh, and TV shows on the different various streaming services that you can pick up. Uh, Myth, mythic, mystic, mythic, mythic, mythic quest. Hello. Um, <laughs> we, they're in their third season, and it's a, it's a very fun show. And it's about a video game company and the crazy people that work in this video game company. So uh, you probably enjoy that. That's a lot of fun. And that's on, I believe it's, ne- uh, let's see, that is available on, where is that? Uh, oh, gosh, I can't find where Netflix, it is right I believe. Yeah, I think, is it Netflix? Okay. Uh, very entertaining. A lot of fun. I enjoy that show. If you haven't seen The Crown, and, you know, there's been so much of, since the Queen's passing about her life and such, very, very well done series. Uh, I watched the first couple of seasons of it, and then I kind of faded out and you know didn't uh, watch it after that. But very entertaining if you're interested in the royal family. And, whoa, that sounds like it's up for us. Uh, listen, everybody, have a great week. Enjoy everything. And I think we're off next week, so we'll see you in a We're off couple. next week, and we're going to see what we do about the following week. I am going to visit family. And, Mark, you congratulations. Go. Your daughter is getting, is getting married today. Have Correct. a great time. Thank you. Goodbye, everybody. See you in a couple weeks. You've been weeks. listening to Computer and Technology Radio with your hosts, Mark Cohen and Marsha Collier. Produced by Brain Food Radio Syndication, global food for thought.